It's NBA Draft Lottery Day, and I'll tell you what the Pelicans' odds are of landing the top pick, plus some historic trends, what teams we don't want to see move up, and maybe a little Jersey update. It's the Tuesday episode of Locked On Pelicans. Let's go! You are Locked On Pelicans, your daily New Orleans Pelicans podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to another edition of Locked On Pelicans, the daily podcast covering your favorite team, the New Orleans Pelicans and NBA. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Available wherever you get your podcasts and available on YouTube. I'm your host, Pelicans Insider, credential member of the media, Jake Madison, at Nola Jake on Twitter. Here with y'all on this Tuesday, it's NBA Draft Lottery Day. This is a holiday here. We're going to give you the Pelicans odds. I'm going to go into some of the historic numbers around the lottery too. We'll look at what teams we don't want to see move up. And yeah, I'll give you a little bit of a Jersey update. Today's episode of Locked On Pelicans is brought to you by GameTime. Download the GameTime app, create an account, and use code LOCKEDONNBA for $20 off your first purchase. Last minute tickets, lowest prices guaranteed. And thank you for making Locked On Pelicans your first listen today and every day. We're here Monday through Friday. No one else comes to you like this, breaking down everything you want to know about this Pelicans team completely free. We don't charge you here. Become an everydayer. Watch Monday through Friday. Weirder schedule this week because of the lottery. We're going to be live tonight when the lottery ends. It'll be around 8 p.m. Central, I think. Basically, once the lottery ends, we're going to go live on the Locked On Pelicans YouTube page, answering your questions, breaking down, hopefully, some good news. So that's going to count as the Wednesday show. So let's get into it. What are the chances that the Pelicans do move up? Well... There's a chance. There's a chance. Not a very good chance, but there is a chance to nab the number one overall pick. So before we get to that, the NBA draft lottery, why is this a thing? It's basically to discourage teams from tanking. It goes back to the Patrick Ewing draft, actually. And teams would tank, try and get the number one overall pick, get that best player, and then all of a sudden maybe try and become good. And we've seen tanking be an issue in the NBA. Teams trying to bottom out, sell off players. You know, the Philadelphia 76ers in the process under Sam Hinkie were really one of the most egregious examples of that. And it's no fun to root for a losing team. So the lottery odds are basically to kind of disincentivize tanking. Because right now, there's no difference in having the worst record in the league or the fourth worst record in the league. Detroit, who has the worst record in the league with 17 wins, has a sa- the same chance of getting the number one overall pick as the Charlotte Hornets, who had 27 wins. 10 win difference there. And you get to root for that. And that's more fun. And you still have a chance. So it is basically there to disincentivize tanking. And they've been revised a couple of times over the years. You used to only be able to get the top three picks. Now you can get one of the top four picks. And that's all the Pelicans can do. They currently sit last in the lottery, 14th. It's all the teams that didn't make the playoffs. Even losing in the play-in tournament, you go back to where your original seed was. Hence why Oklahoma City Thunder at 12 is better than New Orleans when it comes to the lottery, even though they beat the Pelicans because they didn't make the playoffs. You can only move into the top four. The Pelicans cannot get the fifth through 13th pick. They're either going to be 14 or one, two, three, or four. That is it. 0% chance at any of the other picks. So what are their chances of getting the number one overall pick? They have a 
5% chance of getting the number one overall pick. 0.5. Essentially, one in 200 is their chance at the number one overall pick in Victor Wembanyama, an amazing prospect. They have a 2.4% chance of jumping into the top four using kind of the same baseline there. That is more or less five out of 200 is what you're looking at there. And that includes the number one overall pick. So they have a five in 200 chance of jumping up. That is about the same odds as being audited by the IRS, which is, well, for their, their chance to jump up and get the number one overall pick. That is about the same odds as being audited by the IRS, which is one out of 220. Make that of what you will. The You have a better chance of falling to your death at one out of 119 than the Pelicans do at jumping up and getting the number one overall pick. The odds of an NFL kickoff being returned for a touchdown are in the similar-ish ballpark, one out of 270. And kind of tells you how unlikely this is to happen. I did learn that people have a 1 in 500 chance of being born with 11 toes or fingers, so it's better than you having 11 digits somewhere. Still not great odds if you're the Pelicans. But the Pelicans have had a lot of lottery luck in the past. And when you look at some of these, these big jumps happen. The biggest jump we've ever seen was the Orlando Magic, who coincidentally had the worst odds in the lottery, jump up to number one overall in 1993 with a 1.52% chance. The Chicago Bulls in 08, a 1.7% chance they landed Derrick Rose. They were eight or nine out of uh, 14. I forget what the number was back then. So, it happens. The Cleveland Cavaliers was 1.7 when they got Andrew Wiggins. In 2011, when the Cavaliers, it was the Clippers pick, got Kyrie Irving, 2.8. The New Jersey Nets, when they drafted Kenyon Martin in 2000, 4.4. Portland Trailblazers, when they took Greg Oden in 2007, 5.3. The Pelicans, by the way, 6% chance in 2019 to get Zion Williamson. There's a chance these things have happened, and the Pelicans have had historically... Some good luck when it comes to jumping up. When you look at them and the number of times that they've been in the lottery, which I believe is 13 times, when you look at it as just this franchise here in New Orleans, lottery appearances 13 times, they've jumped up twice. And they've gotten the number one overall pick both times, Anthony Davis and Zion Williamson. It's a net gain of six picks is what they've moved up with when it comes to it. Um in terms of overall picks. So if you look at the lottery going back to 1985, the Pelicans are one, two, three, four, five, six best in terms of net positions gained at plus six. The Spurs are also plus six. The Cavaliers are also plus six. The Lakers are plus nine. Charlotte Hornets are plus 14. They've had some luck. And then the Philadelphia 76ers are plus 24. They've also had a lot of lottery picks. They've also been around longer than pretty much all those other teams, more or less. So you have... A lot of luck and good things working for the Pelicans here. They've moved up twice. They've moved down twice, too. But the net game moving up has been pretty significant with the places that they've jumped. So, in general, they tend to bump up more spots than they move down. Maybe that bodes well for today. Maybe it doesn't really matter. But we've seen things happen, but we've never seen someone with a sub 1% chance jump up and get into that number one overall pick. 
2.4% chance to get into the top four, though. There's some game changers up there, too. But let's say the Pelicans don't move up. They stay at 14. Who do you want to see not move up? Who do you want to see bop down, maybe? Or stay where they are? And there's a couple of teams I'm thinking in particular here. And I'll let you know what those teams are coming up here next in today's episode of Locked on Pelicans. Before we do that, though, today's episode of Locked on Pelicans is brought to you by Game Time. Buying tickets at the last minute or just in general for any event shouldn't be stressful. Sometimes you're trying to get the best price. You don't want to feel like you overpaid. You don't need to worry about that with the Game Time app because they make it unbelievably fast and easy to buy tickets for basically everything sports music comedy theater near you and one of the best parts is game time has deals on tickets right up to the day of the event and exclusive flash deals on tickets for everything you're bored on a friday want to figure out what to do open the game time app see what you can get a deal on all of a sudden it's an awesome friday night and the game time guarantee means you'll always get the best price if you find tickets in the same section or row for less game time will credit you 110 percent of the difference so, download the GameTime app, create an account, and use code LOCKEDONNBA for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account, redeem code LOCKEDONNBA for $20 off. Download GameTime today. Last-minute tickets, lowest prices guaranteed. And thank you for making Locked On Pelicans your first listen today and every day. We're here every single day, breaking down everything you want to know about this Pelicans team, and we're looking at the lottery today. Third segment. I got the jersey stuff for you. I know. I know you all want to hear that. That's like the number one thing I'm asked about. People are crying out, Pelicans, for a little bit of a refresh. Well, some stuff's coming. I'll see what you think about it. I'll let you know on maybe a secret or two when it comes to that. See how I'm feeling in the third segment. But right now we're talking about the lottery. The Pelicans likely not going to jump up. So what do we want to happen then? The way this is going to go, by the way, when they start flipping over the cards, Mark Tatum, the second in command, like deputy commissioner or whatever his, his title is, if you don't see the Pelicans as the first card revealed, that means they jumped up into the top four. So we're either going to have a real quick lottery show that we need to pay attention to, or we're going to need to be there basically until the very, very end. If you see Toronto as the first card, that means the Pelicans jumped up and we get to be really excited. Because that does have an impact. Let's say it's not the Pelicans. Let's say it's Toronto, Oklahoma City, or Chicago jumping up. I would like to see any of those three move up. Any of those three jump up because it screws one team over and I would like to see them not improve. And it's a team that actually historically has never moved up in the draft lottery. They're one of three teams that has never increased their spot in the draft lottery. And that is the Dallas Mavericks. They tanked. They threw the end of the season. They got fined for it, and it was egregious. And you know what? It wasn't the wrong move if you're them. Their draft pick that they owe to the Knicks is top 10 protected. If it lands in the top 10, they keep it. Well, if the Pelicans, Toronto, Oklahoma City, or Chicago jump up ahead of them, they bop down a spot to 11 or worse, which means that pick goes to the New York Knicks. And I would love to see that happen after what they did at the end of the season with the outright, I don't even want to call it tanking, but tanking for the 10th pick and throwing games and not trying to win. Just dirty, angry, the basketball gods like that. And they're a division rival and they seem kind of stuck. And I don't know what is going to happen with that team when Christian Wood leaves. I don't want Luka Doncic to get any help. So I'd like to see them not retain that first round pick, whether to use it on some young talent or more likely trade it away. 
and bring in some more help and try and get good again. Let's let them explode in spectacular fashion. The other team that I don't want to see jump into the top four, and they have a decent chance at it, to be honest, or even get the number one overall pick, would be Portland. They're fifth. They shut it down the rest of the season. They tank to get into that spot. And again, right thing for them to do. But if they get the second, third, or fourth pick, I do think they're going to trade that and try and kind of rebuild on the fly and get right back into the playoffs next year. And that's going to mean that it's more competition for the Pelicans going into the Western Conference playoffs next year. I want that. Let's make the road for New Orleans a little bit easier. If they get the number one overall pick, I think that's a different conversation we're having about them. And I don't think that no, no team's going to trade the number one overall pick and move on from uh, Victor Wimbanyama. So I don't know if that means maybe they'd trade Lillard. And I'd be cool with that. And you kind of blow that team up and start building around Wimbanyama. But I don't want to see Portland get really lucky. You know, you have teams like Houston and San Antonio. Obviously, you know, if we're kind of doing this in like stack ranking, like what don't you want to happen? I think it starts with Dallas. I think it then goes to Portland. Houston and San Antonio being in the West, being in the division, you don't want to see have a lot of lottery luck either. They're in a spot where they're like going to kind of be good no matter what. You know, each of those teams has a 51.2% chance of land, of their pick landing in the top four and 14% overall at the number one overall pick. I'd be fine if they were two and three and it just kind of went chalk for the top four, which is Detroit, Houston, San Antonio, Charlotte. Portland at five, don't want to see them jump up. Six is Orlando. Honestly, they'd be kind of fun if they added Victor Wimbanyama to that roster. Okay. Seven is Indiana. Like, sure, it's the East. I don't really care. Eight is Washington. I don't even know what that would mean for them. Utah, you know, we don't want to see jump up, but they're, I think, a little bit away from really being competitive and not a threat to the Pelicans overall. So it's fine. I don't think Victor Wimbanyama is going to love living in Salt Lake City, but sure, they're going to have him under team control and he can't force his way out. The team you really just don't want to see is Dallas. There's the Oklahoma City Thunder sitting at 12. And yeah, I don't really want to see them going up. And then there's part of me that if they got the number one overall pick and they were going to start a lineup of, what would it be? Shea Gilgis Alexander, or Josh Giddy, Shea Gilgis Alexander, Jalen Williams, Chet Holmgren, or... Wembenyama and Holmgren and that's kind of like an awesome team that I like just as a basketball person want to see but yeah I think it's basically you want to see none of the West teams jump up but I think if you're doing it kind of in order it's Dallas Portland OKC and then Utah is kind of the order I don't want it to happen in let me know if you disagree are there teams that are like oh heck no or is it like yeah if Dallas jumps up whatever I'm not too worried about them because they're still not going to be able to figure it out given kind of the historical trends of what's going on there I think if you're looking like in terms of pure fun it would be Oklahoma City and Orlando and maybe even Indiana because Tyrese Halliburton does look like the truth could be a lot of fun to pair him with maybe even Detroit too with Cade Cunningham basically put him with like a real good lead guard and see what Victor Wembanyama is capable of doing and I've been watching his film I've been watching it all season yeah I, I don't have many bad things to say about him as a prospect like I really don't this guy is like the the hype is very real I have some questions about some other guys at the top I think you know Scoot Henderson Brandon Miller I think there's some questions about there, there's like none, none over Victor Wembenyama. That's how good he looks 
to me. So you want this number one overall pick. You know, I did the show of would they trade it? And the answer was no. The answer is no, they wouldn't trade it. It's just interesting because I think you can build title contender immediately if you traded Victor Wembanyama away. I don't think there's very many players that you wouldn't be able to get away from other teams if Wembanyama is included in that trade. That's how talented he is. And that's why you don't want to see Dallas up there and why you won't even want to see Dallas have their number one uh, have a first round pick so there's there's a lot of reasons to root against Dallas and for either the Pelicans Toronto OKC or even Chicago jumping up into the top four and bumping Dallas down a spot I'd laugh Nick Angstad host of Lockdown Mavs you listening you listening that's what I hope happens he's also runs our our channel so he's kind of my boss so maybe I shouldn't be talking trash to Nick Angstad though although he's an awesome guy all right Coming up, enough lottery talk. Let's talk jerseys. What are you hoping for? Because I don't think you're expecting what's probably coming next year. I'll give you a little hint to some of what it is. Coming up here next in today's episode of Locked on Pelicans. Before we do that, though, today's episode of Locked on Pelicans is brought to you by Prize Picks. The $1 million daily super flex is going on right now. Every day of the NBA playoffs and finals, one Prize Pick user will win a chance at becoming a millionaire. One entry placed after 8 a.m. Eastern will randomly be selected each day, and whoever placed that entry will be given a six-pick flex with the following payouts. Six correct picks, $1 million. Five correct picks, eighty grand. Four correct picks, $16,000. Full details can be found at prizepicks.com slash million. You must opt in at this link to be eligible for the million-dollar entry. Once you opt in, all you have to do is play the game like normal, and you could be the lucky winner. And it's super easy. You pick two to six players, they score more or less than their prize picks projections, and you win. And you're not playing against other people. It's just you versus the projections. You see them above that, below that. Really, really simple. Entries can be made in 60 seconds or less. Download the Prize Picks app or go to prizepicks.com to sign up and play daily fantasy sports. First-time users can receive a 100% instant deposit match up to $100 with promo code LOCKEDON. If you deposit $100, Prize Picks will give you $100. Don't forget, enter promo code LOCKEDON and sign up for an instant deposit match up to $100. And thank you for making Locked On Pelicans your first listen today and every day. We're here Monday through Friday. No one else is coming to you with... The odds of being audited by the IRS or the odds that you could be born with 11 fingers or toes to put it in relation of what the Pelicans' chances are. That's what we do here at Locked On Pelicans, and that's why you need to become an everydayer because we're going to be live and I'll be answering your questions in the moment right after the lottery happens or like a couple minutes after the lottery happens. I'm looking forward to it. It's going to be a lot of fun. I'm excited to be there doing it live with y'all on the Locked On Pelicans page. So subscribe wherever you get your podcast. Tell a friend about the show. Become an everydayer and comment down below on YouTube. What team do you want to see not move up? Dallas? It's got to be Dallas. Okay, let's wrap up the show here. And I haven't planned out what I'm going to say in this segment, but one of the questions I'm asked when, I, you know, when I'm saying, hey, let's do a mailbag. Let me know what you all want. And it's like the number one thing right now is jerseys. Jerseys. And I get it. They've had the same set, the same standard set, the home whites, the blues, and the red alternate since basically the beginning. And it feels a little stale, right? Like, no, do we really like the blues? Not really. We like the red the most out of those three, maybe followed by the white, but the white feels like it could have more colors and more things to it. 
you know, maybe more red like in there as opposed to like the, the piping and stuff. So I understand it. And the reds are my favorite. Well, there's going to be some tweaks this coming year. From what I've seen, and I've seen them, I've seen them, and the reds are getting tweaked as I've been been saying. The wording is going to get tweaked. I, like, I can't straight up tell y'all what it is, but the word, the reds are going to look different. I prefer, I'm, I, and I'll tell you, I prefer the current reds versus what I've seen. And what I'm seeing now is a little bit old, so maybe some things have changed. And I'm probably going to get in trouble for <laughs> saying all this. So... That's what's coming with the Reds. There is going to be another City Edition jerseys you get every single year. And that's been, I think, a little bit hit or miss for the Pelicans. This past season, you know, the kind of like Mardi Gras Knights, dark purple, navy purple is maybe the color you wanted to call that. Were okay. They weren't bad. I don't think they were amazing. It was just kind of the standard template they've used with Mardi Gras jerseys before. And you just swap in purple and like, okay, can we get something like kind of really imaginative? And I've seen a lot of the mock-ups that you all send, and I think you're all really talented, the people who do that. It's just not going to go that way. The Pelicans have had some really interesting concepts, and I've seen some of the concepts that have never been used and will never be used. And man, I hope some of those get released one day because there's a set, there was a theme that was very Louisiana. No other team would have been able to do something like this. And for whatever reason, it, it they said no to it. The colors were cool, and I would have bought... I, they had three different versions that I've seen, and they're never going to get made, and I think they're awesome. I think they're awesome, and I would have bought any of those. I would have bought the full set, the shorts and the jersey. Very Louisiana-themed. Make of that what you will. The new City Edition jerseys, from what I've gathered and understood, is there's going to be a theme across the NBA. I, th I believe that it's going to be... Somewhat of a theme, a mandate across all 30 teams in the NBA. So it's not just kind of like do your thing that fits your city, right? I think there's going to be kind of a theme that encompasses all teams that goes on for a couple of seasons. So like you're going to get a jersey this season that's going to almost be like part one. And then next season's is going to kind of be part two of that jersey. And I'm going to just leave it at that. Now, this might have changed. Some of this information I haven't fully verified with a second source. So that's why I'm being exceptionally vague here when it comes to all of this. I'm going to get in so much trouble. So I think that's going to leave these jerseys. And I've seen a mock-up of it. I think you're going to look at that and be like, huh? What, what's going on here? And I don't know how well-received this is going to be unless this they just nail it across the park and I just don't see how you do that but I do think it's going to be like a two season thing at least that was the plan at one point and they were deep into the works on that sort of thing we'll see if that changes you're going to get a tweak to the Reds as I've been saying for a while now next year it was supposed to be this year got pushed for whatever reason and then the city additions the next two years, I think, are going to kind of be tied to a theme for each team that's kind of an NBA-wide one. We'll see if that's successful or not. I haven't loved some of the things that they've done, you know, and instead just make like a cool, like, what I think we want here in New Orleans is just like a fun jersey. The Phoenix Suns with the gradient and the black is just kind of fun and cool. 
Some of the other ones are like fun and cool. You even look at a team like the Washington Wizards in those cherry blossom pink uniforms with the gradient. Like I would call those fun, but at least they're like colorful and different. That's, I think, what we want, and that hasn't really been what New Orleans has gotten. They've just been all kind of play it safe, Mardi Gras, or just Nola with that cool, like, kind of chevron like, V to it. That's great, but can we just get something kind of crazy for one year and just enjoy it and be weird for a year? And trust me, they've had some weird mock-ups, and I love them. But you're not going to get that, I don't think, which is disappointing. Uh, one day, I hope those get released, because those are some of the coolest things I think I've ever seen. And I would really... Have lo- there's no way they'd do it, but I really hope they would have. So there's your Jersey update as vague as I can make it sharing what I can kind of share with everything. We'll see though. Th- this stuff is all subject to change. Things can get kind of turned around and, and different. So you can hold me to it, but not hold me to it. You kind of get what I'm saying. All right, there you go. Lottery. Let me know what you're doing for lottery luck tonight. And we'll be live right after the lottery here on Locked On Pelicans. And that's going to do it for this episode of Locked On Pelicans, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. As always, I'm your host, Jake Madison, at Nola Jake on Twitter. And I'll see you all Tuesday night for a live show.